Read about the Northern Wrestling Federation in the book presented by Russellville.com, The The Pro Pro Wrestling Wrestling Fault, Volume 2. Hear the story of Roger Ruffin, the man who trained Carl Anderson, Anderson, the Monster Abyss, Jordan Clearwater, Chris Harrison, Jillian Hall. Plus 45 other short stories including Jazz, Bobby Eaton, Kamala, Thunder Rosa, Mario Mancini, Scott Casey, PJ Black, Carrie Morton, Sal Renaro, Jeremiah Plunkett, Colby Carino, Bam Bam Malone, and many others. Get your book today at Russellville.com. Russellville. It's where wrestling lives. Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you, because we cover that and much, much more. Do you like to debate with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the 531, where we take any given subject, break it down to a top five. From there, we debate it down to three, and then into that number one spot. If you want to get a hold of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast. We put in the work so you don't have to. Hey guys, welcome back for episode 180 of the Working Fans Podcast. And we are doing a special episode today. Originally, and if you've been watching our control centers, you know we had planned to do 1986. But on Tuesday night, I believe it was with the news of Jay Briscoe passing away, we decided we wanted to talk Jay Briscoe and do a 531 on brother tag teams in wrestling. So I'm going to bring in the man called Dave, AJ Strange Brew. Guys, this was very sudden news this week. It was Tuesday night, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, it was Tuesday night. And we didn't get a lot of information first, too. We didn't even know it was a car accident right away. Yeah, the news literally broke in the middle of NXT. Yeah, and I, I know even Jericho had sent out a tweet that said, you know, pray for him. It's worse than, you know, we thought or giving an idea that it could be worse. And then when I saw that the school district had closed for the day, I believe I had sent a message to Dave and our friend Scott that this could be this couldn't be good news if they're closing down the school district. And it turned out one of his daughters badly injured, another one injured, but not as hard. It's it's been a tough week for the wrestling community. You've seen a lot of love pour out online. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a sad story. I mean, even beyond uh, a wrestler, we're talking about a father who was with his girls in the car, wife, and I believe other daughter, and another daughter that was at home. I mean, so just the next day was Mark's birthday. I mean, this is awful. It is a sad story. The daughters are still in critical condition. You have one that has a bad back injury with damage to multiple vertebrae. And then you had one that had an open fracture. And open fractures where the bone comes through the skin. I mean, that is a nasty, nasty injuries. And then to lose their dad in the same wreck. I mean, it's a horrible thing. If this had been, if this wasn't wrestling, if this had been like a basketball player or something, this would probably be like major like national news we would be seeing this more but i do want to be fair to some of it because with the wrestling community it's amazing how fast we all come together in the gym that i run anytime fitness in west hartford thanks for the plug in the gym that i run we have some professional wrestlers from the area that actually independent wrestlers that work out there and i broke the news to one of them because he hadn't even seen yet and this is a big dude and he got teary-eyed the moment Mm. he heard because when somebody from the fraternity actually passes away, no matter 
what their character might be, it hits home and we unite. Yeah, this was really a, a tough loss to take this week because I'd like to see what we said about the Briscoes 2023 on our last episode because 2022 should have been a bigger year for them. I mean, they ranked third in the PWI tag team list given that they weren't on TV. And I mean, I could only think that this year had all the potential for them to grow that much more. So Dave, why don't you start off by telling us some of your favorite Jay Briscoe matches and memory? I mean, for me, it was this past year. Honestly, their feud with FTR brought them to another level in my eyes. Really put them even more on the map. I remember first battle they had, Joe was doing another recording for a different podcast and he had to go upstairs and he was pissed because he was going to miss the Briscoes FTR match. And I remember watching that with our mutual friend Scott and just like fucking blown away at what I was watching. The atmosphere, the physicalness, and then seeing their second match live. Like, it was just insane. You know, and the third one, the dog collar match, they pull off. And really, in terms of a wrestling career, again, we're talking about a man's life. It's so so much more important. But wow, you know, I think this man's last match on a national stage of any kind, his biggest match, he went out with his brother winning the trilogy, getting the final win over FTR. You know, their last night will be as Ring of Honor tag champs a promotion that they were most known for. Artistically, that's kind of nice to see. But, you know, I mean, we're talking about just memories and stuff too, but I, I'd be remiss to think, like what you said, these guys should be on a bigger stage. And I think it's another conversation worth having sometimes too, that here's a guy who said some things he shouldn't have said before, but apologized, made amends, and did more than made amends. They didn't just apologize. You know, actively in the gay community, gay wrestlers, People that knew this man, putting their names on the line and vouching for this guy. And on top of that, it's been 10 years. Like, if anybody deserved another chance, I would say Jay Briscoe was right there. Yeah, I would have to say, uh, I don't know if AJ's going to probably agree with me with the FTR matches. I think that's something we both talked about. But that really put him on the spot for me this year. Yeah, before Uh, we get to AJ, there's a tweet from Effie that said, Jay Briscoe showed me respect and love when everyone told me he wouldn't. If you knew Jay, you knew he would uplift everyone in that locker room, regardless of whatever world they came to wrestling from. The best, rest easy. So you can't, not that that's indicative of how Jay was with everybody, but that is somebody who's gay coming out saying that Jay was there for him. And from what we've heard, he made amends to you know, try and make up for what he said. Everybody. I was going to say, I think Jay Briscoe, we can all agree, is the definition of evolution. Both him and his brother definitely evolved as human beings. You got to remember, they started off and stayed true to their roots. They were farmers coming from Delaware. They did landscaping on the side, even while they were wrestling. And they were very much family-oriented people. A lot of what you heard early on in those negative comments were religious beliefs that were brought to them from their families, from their upbringing, and they continued to evolve as human beings, and they changed their opinions as they got out into society, had an opportunity to get a little bit away from that. So I agree with Dave. I think that on a national level, these matches are fantastic, but I want to actually talk about the Jay Briscoe that I first saw in 2004. For those of us that were watching Ring of Honor in 2004, they had Ring of Honor at your best which was or at our best sorry which was a great pay-per-view if you get a chance to watch it 
Jay Briscoe in that match is clean cut. He's wearing a wrestling singlet. It's how he originally looked in wrestling. He wrestles Samoa Joe, and he's a heavy underdog in a steel cage match, telling a story where you get to a point where you almost believe this young kid covered in blood, 18 years old at the time, by the way, covered in blood, looks like he's barely going to survive. And that's the first time I remember Jay Briscoe. So that's my first memory, and that's my favorite match of him. So if you get a chance to check that out, please do. But on a national level, Dave, you're 100% correct. They really pushed it over the envelope this year. I mean, one of my favorite Jay Briscoe matches is there were back-to-back best in the world where he was defending the ROH World Championship against Jay Lethal one year after another. I can't remember the exact years. I want to say it's 16, 17. The second time it was title versus title, Jay Lethal was the TV champion. But I mean, other than that, just any Briscoe Brothers tag match stands out in my mind. They were the real deal. You know, they made it the most believable that they could. They were the figureheads of a company that put all their eggs in the Young Bucks basket, in the Cody basket, in the Kenny Omega basket. And You know, you could almost argue they got left behind when everybody else left. I don't think he was necessarily forgotten about. I think that it was because some of that negative press that they had gotten early on that the national TVs, even this week, there's speculation out there that AEW wanted to do a tribute show Wednesday night to Jay Briscoe and Warner Brothers said, "Uh uh-uh, we can't do that for this guy. But yeah, back to what I was saying, they were like the figureheads of a dying promotion that, you know, when the Bucks came in, everybody got so focused on the Bucks, the Bullet Club. And while people like the Briscoes, they they may have been like overshadowed by others coming in and they stayed with Ring of Honor when the company was down and out. And I think a lot of us were hoping that they could give them another resurgence in 2023. So it'll be Interesting to see where they can go forward from here. One quick story I read this weekend, and I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit because I don't have it in front of me, but it was a a quote from Kevin Owens talking about how when he came to Ring of Honor and his first time working with Jay Briscoe, he basically went up to him, you know, because Jay was a respected veteran. And he said, what do you want to do? And they'll go to a match. He said, Jay never even met him before. First thing he goes, let's kill it. That's what we're going to do. Shit. And he said, and they did. And he said, he, Jay and uh, Mark did nothing but help put over two Canadian wrestlers trying to make it in that business at that time. And he said, when he got to put the uh, Ring of Honor title and, you know, do the honors for Jay, you know, in front of Jay's family and everything who was there, because they would always be, you know, at the shows, at the big shows in Delaware and Baltimore. He said that, you know, that was his greatest moment in his independent wrestling career. And it still is. And he said he didn't get to really talk to Jay much since he went to WWE. He said, I think he saw him once in the last, you know, whatever it's been since Kevin Owens has been in WWE. But he said, basically, he said he showed up to a house show at Delaware with his family. And it was like old times. They just never missed a beat. Well, I think it's also heartbreaking because we don't, on a daily basis, think about how quickly things can change. Literally, a car jumped the medium and hit him head on in his Silverado. That's how quickly life and everything can change. And while we talk wrestling and we love wrestling, at the end of the day, a 38-year-old man, father of three, husband, person, human being, passed away. And it's an absolute tragedy. Yes, and I'm going to share a story that former guest of the show, Stefan Richard, put up on his Facebook a day. One of the biggest compliments I've ever received in the wrestling business 
was the standing ovation that Kevy Chevy and I got from the locker room after our match with the Briscoes. But having it be the Briscoes, I figured that our match was just run of the mill for the team that was crushing it in ROH Japan on the Indies and everywhere else in between. Needless to say, it was a nice surprise when Jay, with a huge smile, walked into the back, hugged me with all he could. He looked at Chevy and then he looked at both of us and with such enthusiasm proclaimed that's just the, you know, compliment to get from that. And he says, when I tell you all the air left my body with relief that he and Mark were happy with the match, I was so happy that I could leave them with that impression that they didn't waste their time traveling so far for a bad match or we weren't some untrained guys that would hurt them. And that meant the world to me. So former guest of the show sharing his interaction. Oh yeah. And a ton of stories like that after this week too, where they were so given in the ring and constantly busting their ass, you know, uh, independent shows and stuff that they would go to and they were booked a lot. Like people understand that they were constantly working like independent dates for all kinds of companies and keeping busy. GCW. I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm a little upset that Chevy never told us that he teamed up and went against the Briscoes. <laughs> Chevy Rooney. <laughs> I know. Well, guys, this is hasn't been the easiest thing to talk about, I think, all being such fans of Jay. So I can't think of a better way to kind of like, you know, leave it for right now. We have some kind of a tribute possibly working in the near future where we're hoping to bring you more Jay Briscoe stories, but you know, we're thinking of him this week and he was, you know, a valuable part of wrestling, but yeah, you know how good I am at these transitions. So <laughs> fuck it. Let's get to five, three, one brother tag uh, teams. Yeah. I'd like to start actually, if that's all right, I want to just give my list. Yeah. All right. This, I thought it was going to be pretty easy. And then I started remembering the different brother tag teams out there. And I'm like, ah, shit. First off, honorable mention, brothers of destruction, Kane and undertaker absolutely were uh, a dynasty and one of my favorite tag teams didn't quite make it one other tag team honorable mention i'm sure they're probably gonna get mentioned a few times here but the dudley boys sorry got a little stuttering problem there shout out to my man bubba ray but now with the joke you're probably gonna hear several times on these lists out of the way although i'm sure edge and christian will probably make it too i got my actual list and I am going to give a couple teams here. I'm just going to put it tied at the fifth spot in no particular order, but the Hardys and Usos, because I could not imagine having a brother's tag team list with not having them on. The Briscoes, RIP, Mark and Jay Briscoe, I have on there. I'm more familiar to them than Jack and Jerry. The Bucks, because the Bucks, even though I'm not a huge, huge Bucks fan, they revolutionized uh, wrestling in a lot of ways and helped put AEW where it is. So Harlem Heat. Arguably one of the greatest tag teams in WCW history. When you don't count the Crockett Cup, uh, the NWA era, the the Crockett era, I could say probably definitely the greatest team in the Turner Rand WCW. I was going to say, yeah, if you go WCW and not NWA, then absolutely. Yeah. But however, there is a team that was a brother tag team that was part of that WCW and NWA. So (laughs) I got to include them too, the Steiner brothers. Well, now that Dave listed off 13 teams <laughs> for his top five, I guess I'll do my list next. First, I'm going to go in a different direction because you guys are all going with best brother tag teams. And I want to go with some of the forgotten ones. The Cole Twins. Ah, I remember, yeah. yeah the the, the Mulkies. Uh, how about the Batten Brothers? 
Bart and Brett. Yes. But now that we've gotten that those joke of tag teams out of the way, I agree with you. The Hardys obviously have got to be up there for brother tag teams. Harlem Heat's got to make your list for brother tag teams. I know some people are going to put the Von Eriks, and it's easy to do that. But which pair would actually be the brother tag team? And they were so synonymous with six man matches. Carrie exactly. David and I'm sorry, Carrie David and Kevin. Yeah. yeah, and they weren't. Yeah, they weren't really necessarily known for wrestling as actual pure tag teams. I would go with the Lucha Brothers. I yeah. think that they deserve to make the list. I agree with you on the Bucks. And then I'm going to go with you. To me, the best brother tag team of all time. And no, not Kane and Undertaker. I'm going with um, the Steiner brothers. No Usos, though. Not very Usy. So I love the Usos. I think the Usos are definitely climbing that ladder. But the tag teams that we mentioned are ones that have had very long runs. Whereas yeah. the Usos have come into their own over the last two years. Yeah, so since we're all starting off with our own list, I will start with mine. Jake Rule in the sixth spot. I got the Lucha Bros. I've got the Hardys, the Funks. I had to include the SAT on there. I got the Steiners in there, and I had to have the Briscoes, uh, Jay and Mark. Joe, just for the record, too, you have Jake's uh, St. John's list, right, this week? Because I had a text from him, but he said sent to you. So I just want to make sure. I, I do have to mention that if I had a Jake rule, I would put the Briscoes on there. My reason why I didn't have the Briscoes on there is that even though they are one of the great tag teams, they didn't make it on the national level yet like those other teams. And they were really breaking out this year. So I didn't think it was fair, even though obviously we're going to miss them. It wasn't fair for me to put them on the list yet. So, Dave, to answer your question, one of you guys will have Jake St. John's list. I was going to say, yes, it would be AJ. All right. Well, we'll find out as we go on. If not, I will not let him. All right. Let's go on to the next list. I guess I'll start since I was the starter. First person on my list, former guest of the show, Evan Ginsburg. He's got. Make sure to keep track of the list, too, as we go. Oh, yeah. Keep some of this. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) I forgot ours. That's fine. All right. We got the Funks, Terry and Hoss. (laughs) we got the briscoe brothers jack and jerry the steiner brothers the briscoes from ring of honor and this might be one of the few times they get mentioned the tallest brothers Hmm. so evan ginsburg coming out there should i should i keep track of the tallest brothers no (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) we're gonna give you another classic tag team because raymond asher from the mothership facebook group has the von erics and if they don't specify Marshall and Ross, I'm going to assume Kevin and Kevin. Yeah. They've got Afa and Sika. Mm. They've got the Vashan. They've got the Funks. And they've got the Steiner brothers. Steiners. Maybe keep an eye on the Funks too, AJ. <laughs> yeah, right now the Steiners are leading the way. They've been on everybody's list so far. You've got yeah, the Briscoes have been on every list but one. That's uh, Unfortunately, that's mine. And then the Funks have actually made it onto four of them also. And then Harlem Heat. Yeah. I mean, three of them. Sorry for the funks. And then four for Harlem Heat so far. So Okay. I've got Rob Dreary coming up first. Sorry, I'm going back and forth between my list and my That's list right. on the phone. It's been a while since um, we're making it like this. So. <laughs> yeah. Rob Drury, I've got, he's got the Hardys who are also up at the top of that list there. The Lucha Brothers coming in again. The Usos coming in again. The Von Erics and the Bucks. I said the Bucks. I keep track of the Hardys too. Yeah, the Bucks, the Hardys, we're going to have a lot of them that are going to be in double digits at this rate. So, yeah. I got John White. He's got the Hardys, the Von Erics, second one of Von Erics, the Steiner brothers, the Briscoes, 
and the Lucha Bros. Another solid list. I mean, I've got TJ Zenos from the Mothership Facebook group. He's got the Briscoes, Mark and Jay. He's got David and Kevin Von Air. Oh, there He's you go. He's got the new Wild Samoans. He's got oh, yeah. Jack and Jerry Briscoe. And then he has to have the Steiner brothers with that top spot. Steiner boys. All right. I've got David White. He's got the Steiners also. The Hardys also. Harlem Heat. He's playing off on Dave's joke, the Dudleys. Yes. And he's got an even better joke than Dave's. He's got the mega powers because Hogan called everyone brother. Brother. Oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> I don't look for us to see the mega powers often on here. I got I got Kenny Color. Color. <laughs> he's got he's got the Hardys. He's got the Briscoes of Ring of Honor. He's got Harlem Heat. And he added I can't think of two more I really enjoyed. <laughs> really? You couldn't think of the Steiner brothers? Out of all the other brother tag teams, you couldn't think of two other ones you enjoy. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll drop the same joke on you that I dropped on some guys on Facebook because I dropped this in a couple groups, and they gave me a list of just their favorite tag team. Now, yeah. former guests of the show, I couldn't use Chris Zauha's list, but he did have Harlem Heat on his list. So I go... Well, technically, you did have one brother tagged. <laughs> yes, you AJ, did. what's the next list you got? I've got Nick Waldron booking the Territory Facebook group. He's got the Steiners. Yes. The Hardys again. The Briscoes from ROH. Now, I'm going to debate this one because he's got the hearts on there. Yes, Owen and Brett were brothers. Mm-hmm. How often do they actually team together? I mean, from a technical standpoint... Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. All right, but That's yeah, from a technical standpoint. Unless he's talking about I let something slide on here. Like, with yeah. the hearts, I yeah. figure close enough, even if you want to go, like, brothers-in-law. I, I allowed hey, brothers. Like, oh, I did, person. too, but what, they wrestled 10 times together? <laughs> they never gave him a push where it mattered. Like, yeah, but, I mean, there's a match on uh, one of the old Coliseum videos. It's Brett and Owen versus the Steiner brothers. Totally yeah. worth checking out. Which is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Oh, and then he has the other Briscoes. So another one for the other Briscoes. Other Briscoes. All right. I got Ryan Damon from the Mothership Facebook group. He's got the Steiners. I don't know why I have to say it that way. Harlem Heat. And this is one we haven't heard yet. The Rougeau brothers, Jacques and Ramon. I'll I'll tell you what, I'm a little upset that I didn't actually think of that because the Rougeaus were a fantastic team. And All-American boys. All-American boys. He says, too young for the funks, but they're on there. They're on my list. And then he has Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian. Kayfabe, brother. (laughs) Kayfabe. (laughs) Now, I will bring you my brother's list next because he has the Steiner brothers. He's got the Rougeau brothers. He's got the Hardys. He's got the Bucks. And he's got Jay and Mark. So just to give you guys a little count so far and show you how close this is, the Steiners have only not been on one list. So they're actually <laughs> on 12 different lists. We got 12 for them. The Briscoes have actually only not been on two lists. So they've actually got 10. The Hardys have 11. So it is up there. That's, I mean, Harlem Heat's got nine. You've got, yeah. everybody's got a shitload here. That's what I like to see. All right. I've got Jake St. John, Mrs. St. John's second favorite son. And he's got the Steiners again. Yep. The Briscoes from ROH, the Hardys, Harlem Heat, the Young Bucks get another vote. And then Jake Rule in full effect, we've got the Wild Samoans. He, right uh, here will be at Raw this week. 
Oh, I hope so. He also told me, because he sent me a list too, the same thing. He said, I'm sure I missed a ton. He said, the original verse goes to Funks. He said, I did shoot. That's why he said, the Beverly Brothers and the Brothers of Destruction are not my list. I just want to say, we're talking kayfabe teams. No one mentioned the Beverly Brothers yet. So, <laughs> What was it? I actually talked to Jake the night that Jake, He's because he yeah. was messaging me back and forth. And we just kept talking about how one, it connects to us because we have brothers. And two, just being such fans of that team, it like yeah. hit us twice as hard because we were such fans and it was so sudden. Yeah, yeah me and Dave didn't have a chance to have brothers. Oh, wait. <laughs> I have a brother. <laughs> I have a brother. <laughs> Shout out, Bob. <laughs> you ever see this? <laughs> I got Travis Jones. I like that name. I don't know why. Mothership Facebook group. Shout out, Travis Jones. He's got the Hardys. He's got the Briscoes from Ring of Honor. He's got the Lucha Bros. And then, of course, he's going to finish it off with Edge and Christian and Kane and Taker. <laughs> so no Steiner on that list. There you no. Go. So we're going to maybe even up some odds here. Yeah. Surprising. Well, the next list I got for you, Mike Mizea of the Mothership Facebook group. And he gave us a two-for-one list. He's got Most Accomplished, Harlem Heat, Funks, Hardys, Briscoes, Steiners. Favorite, though, Samoan SWAT team, Carrie and Kevin, Headhunters, Lucha Brothers, and Briscoe, Jay and Mark. I would take his most accomplished list there. (laughs) I think we have to go with the most accomplished. That's his better list. (laughs) We're both good, though. Actually, I'll throw you one extra list because Julian Blanchett only had Steiner's Hardys and Heart Foundation. Heart Foundation. <laughs> Not a wrestling fan, but everybody wanted to get in on this one. Absolutely. That's right. Hey, congrats. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Daniel Backley from Cage My IQ, which is a fantastic program you should all listen to. He's got the Gorillas of Destiny. There's a good what? one for you. The Briscoes from ROH, the Steiners, the Brothers of Destruction, and the Hardy Boys. Awesome list. A lot of similar names at the top there. I got Albert Bettis. Don't forget the super bitch from the Mothership Facebook group. He's got the Briscoe Brothers from Ring of Honor, the Steiner Brothers, oh, and the Briscoe Brothers, Jack and Jerry, also on his list. He's got the Funks. And then, kind of surprising, because he's got all these old school guys, he's also got the Von Erics, Ross, and Marshall. So, <laughs> Albert Bettis, he's, he's got quite the uh, palette. When it comes to wrestling, well, you know we love the the we love the Von Erichs and the current ones, Ross and Marshall. We were fans yeah. of the originals also, but we do we love, love the Von Erichs. Mm-hmm. Ross and Marshall wrestled the Briscoes at Ric Flair's last match as well. They did, yeah. What a year! I mean, they had last year too. I mean, they won the Crockett Cup. If I remember correctly, they were the Impact Tag Team Champions for the first time. And then the trilogy, of course, with FDR, and they were on Ric Flair's last show, too. I think at some point we should actually make a list of all the people that Ric Flair shouldn't have outlived. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Or Abdullah. Yeah, how, yeah, how is Abdullah still alive? Crazy. Poster child for diabetes. Now, who do you got for a list next, AJ? I've got Mark Stoltz. He is from the Mothership Facebook group. He's got the Steiners. We've got the original Briscoes. The Wild Samoans, mm. the Ring of Honor Briscoes, and then the Funks. It's I'm wild my... like, how many similar names we're getting. Like The final vote count has to be We wild. are over 20 on both the Steiners, the Hardys, and the on all three of the Briscoes. Briscoes ROH. Now, in case you're wondering, old school Briscoes are actually at 17. So they're doing pretty good also. Where's Harlem Heat at? Harlem Heat actually has fallen off a little bit from the list, but they are up at 16 with the Briscoes. So 
Well, here's my final uh, list. Nate Weems from uh, Booking the Territory Facebook group. Harlem Heat. The Steiner Brothers. The Dudleys. Kayfabe, brother. The Funks. And the Hardys. Yeah, because he didn't have the Briscoes, that does break the tie. The Hardys and the Steiners have now taken the lead Mm -hmm. at 23 each. And then the Briscoes are at 22. And then, Joe, you got another one? Yeah, I'll bring you two lists real quick. I've got two more also. Okay. I've got Seth Berger from the Mothership Facebook group. He's got the Briscoe Brothers. I feel like I read this. David and Kevin Von Erich, the Wild Samoans, Jack and Jerry Briscoe, and the Steiner Brothers. Oh, because he seconded TJ Zenos' list. That's why it's so Gotcha. I was like, I've heard that same exact list. (laughs) There was a list that uh, I somehow passed by here. I have it, so I'll say one in the... Go ahead, right, Joe. I was going to say, I can do one more. One, and that'll, I was going to say, if I do one, that should put us right in rotation for each to have one more then. Well, all right. I'll give you this one. Scott Steele, book in the Territory Facebook group. He's got Harlem Heat slash Ebony Express. Oh, yeah. The Von Erics, the Valiant Brothers. Oh. The Steiners. And the 13-time ROH Tag Team Champions of the World, the By God Briscoe Brothers. Nice. Yeah. And AJ, you want to go... So I've got Jeffrey Smuth from the Book in the Territory Facebook group. He's got a Harlem Heat, the Briscoes from ROH, the Steiners, the Von Erics, and the Hardys. All right. And how did I one forget more this. after that? How did I forget this guy? Tweet Chin Music. He's got the Steiner Brothers, the ROH Briscoes, Harlem Heat, the Hardys, <laughs> and the Von Erics. <laughs> So it's still separated by one. That's uh, you've got the Steiners and Hardys tied, and you've got the Briscoes one behind. Wow. All right. Well, and you got a final list here. I do. This one will not help, though. <laughs> now, I, I I do have to tell you, this is definitely not going to help the Ring of Honor breast Briscoe brothers. I've got Blood Slash on YouTube. He's got the Steiners, the Hart Foundation, the Hardys, so they're going to stay tied. We've yeah. got Harlem Heat. Unfortunately, he's got the Briscoe brothers, but he's got the other Briscoe brothers yeah. without the E. He's got the OGs. So they're going to lose by two and fall and stay in the third spot. But you've got the Hardys and the Steiners are tied at the top at 27 each. I so think... our top three are Hardy, Steiners, and Briscoes? Yes. All right. Well, I think that uh, maybe given the circumstances this week, we should call an audible. I think we should give it to the Briscoes. Yeah, I think that in general, I think we can all agree that, uh, well, we're fav- we probably lean towards the Steiners. Steiners would win this. In my- yes, <laughs> your Hardy Boy fans out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, can go, you can go check out Jeff's DUI <laughs> trial again this week. Uh, I wouldn't I would go, go with the, the Steiners, but I would go with the Briscoes over the Steiners just because. I don't know. I feel like just the fact that they could keep doing it for so long and not do it on a major stage, yet they still got to go over to Japan. It's a different generational thing, probably, too. We grew up on the Steiner Brothers. They were suplexing the four horsemen out of their boots. They were Steiner line invaders. Well, the Steiners dominated in the WWF, WCW, Japan. They were the first ones to kind of go head-to-head with the Road Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But that being said, I think we're all feeling a little nostalgic right now, and I agree with Joe. Let's give it to the Briscoes because, yes. quite frankly, they deserve it. Absolutely. Yes, we hope for the best for the family, like we said. Down the road, we're hoping to do a special tribute 
But talking about special next week, Dave versus AJ, little wrestling trivia. Oh, we got it. We got it booked. <laughs> oh, nice. And then okay. that is going to be that is going to be the only time I will be popping up on the wrestling podcast most likely this year doing the end of the month trivia. Me and Dave got a little something else cooking. We mm-hmm. are we're doing little we're doing different things with the podcast this year. Yeah. And that's not the reason I have this microphone. My dumbass broke my soundboard this week. So <laughs> if you're noticing technical difficulties, we are getting those worked out. But we will still be bringing you the best pro wrestling, MMA content, and bonus stuff. You know, we bring you a little bit of everything. But guys, any other wrestling stuff you want to comment on on the way out? I would like to say one thing sure. because we taught, we called it, I think, last week that they needed Soraya, that she was acting more like a heel. Yes. And I would just like to point cool. out that we called the heel turn. We'll talk about I'll do two things. I'll touch up on that real quick, too. They did that. They didn't really give themselves much of a choice, though. Like, she came in with a broken neck, and Britt Baker, because of the promo she cut for whatever reason, good or bad, kind of painted herself as a baby face, and this girl is an outsider. Soraya's promos didn't necessarily help either, but. They leaned into it way too much, and now what is going on with Sheeta? She looks kind of like a dumb babyface out there. Well, the funny thing is Sheeta's standing out there like a moron doing nothing, Right. and then you had an obvious spot where Ruby Riot should have actually turned also, Right. which uh, I think is still going to happen, quite frankly, but Sheeta, they're making look like the softest, biggest dumbass on the planet right now. And I think I was a little tired. Like, to me... When Brian Danielson subtly first did the thing where, like, when I won the world championship after WrestleMania and people started booing, or when MJF does it, right? Okay, fine. But now it's like, okay, we're getting the WWE heat with everybody. Like, at some point, let's just, it's, it becomes old news. Like, I, you know, like, I get it. And I'm cool with it at first, but now it's like, one or two people. We don't need everybody, you know, <laughs> using the same heat. But no. the trends of WWE, I, there is one thing. I have not been watching Raw a lot lately. I feel like the show drags. SmackDown's been still solid. I love the two-hour show. And unlike uh, AJ, I think Friday night actually is like my best week to watch wrestling for me. But um, I am very curious with the 30-year anniversary of Raw coming up. And we now are going to have apparently all members of Bloodline Generation on the show. I, I mean, I'm guessing we're going to get Rikishi. Um, and I'm curious. Uh, he already said he's going to be there. Rikishi's going to be there, and Sam Moo's going to be there. I'm going to be there. So I'm very curious to see what we get. Uh, I know there was an argument on a podcast. I was listening. To, I was keeping it 100. Uh, a couple guys were saying, "Oh, it'd be cool." Producer, their producer Joe said that uh, he's going to it. It's in Philadelphia. Said that uh, he thinks it'd be great for the Rock to show up, and that will start the feud. And Disco and Conan pointed out, I do think intelligently, that when the Rock comes on, you're going to promote him. Because he's going to bring in an extra million. I, you might you be start a, well, I think I'm thinking the same thing you are. I think if so. you're going to start a feud, a good way to also do it is for The Rock to be the only person from the bloodline who's not there. However, they do have a person from the bloodline on NXT right. who actually could be there, The Rock's daughter. Right. Or And what you could do, too, I was actually thinking of this. Somebody like The Rock star, that's a great point. I didn't even think of that. Actually show up. And then say, well, there's somebody else who couldn't make it here who wants to say something to you. And then you point to the, you know, Titan or a video in the back or whatever. And then it's The Rock cutting a promo saying, uh, you know what? I'm going to see you at the Royal Rumble because I'm going to be in there. And then he can announce he's in the Royal Rumble. And you could do that. 
And you know, I mean, you know, like because let's be honest, if you only have the rock like on like a video, you wouldn't actually advertise that. You know. Yeah. I did so. see something interesting where they had an interview with The Rock. Um, I think it was from a couple of weeks ago where they actually asked him, hey, how do you think Roman Reigns is doing? And he said, I think Roman Reigns is doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, that's I, I, 22. Yeah. Uh, I would like to point out one more thing, and this is my last thing, I promise. Um, Vince McMahon. So now not only has he actually paid off all these women, he actually settled the rape lawsuit from the 1980s this week. I don't oh. know if you saw the headline on this, but he actually oh. settled that for an undisclosed amount. So he has actually settled and paid off everybody who he's ever touched. So yeah, that's Reader Chatterton. That's Reader Chatterton. one of the oldest cases that's been known. And I heard someone saying that it almost seems like he's doing it to finally get all those loose ends tied up sure. and be able to make them sell. I think um, he is going to sell. Another weird thing I heard this week, wrestling news related Apparently, Hulk Hogan is starting to go to Scientology. <laughs> Shout I just out. heard that this morning on Wrestle Roast, and I thought it was the craziest thing. <laughs> Scientology, brother. Yeah. Well, guys, Great. I gotta ask you. I hope this doesn't do- lead to another suburban commando. <laughs> what this will lead to is what you're gonna do when the Pro Wrestling Vault Volume Two runs wild on you. Oh God, Scientology buys the WWE. Read about the Northern Wrestling Federation in the book presented by Russellville.com, The The Pro Pro Wrestling Wrestling Vault, Volume 2. Hear the story of Roger Ruffin, the man who trained Carl Anderson, the Monster Abyss, Jordan Clearwater, Chris Harrison, Jillian Hall. Plus 45 other short stories including Jazz, Bobby Eaton, Kamala, Thunder Rosa, Mario Mancini, Scott Casey, PJ Black, Kerry Morton, Sal Renaro, Jeremiah Plunkett, Colby Carino, Bam Bam Malone, and many others. Get your book today at Russellville.com. Russellville. It's where wrestling lives. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 